T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Wait a sec, wait a sec, here we go. It's Thursday. I wanna I wanna have you control the flow of the show today. What's on your mind? What do you want to talk about? I'll throw some questions at you, but really I I uh I don't do it very often where I just say, what do they call it? Open lines. I've never done open lines, really. But it, it's a good thing to do because uh, a lot of times people are thinking about stuff, but but we hosts might not be thinking about it. So throw some topics out. But in general, I, here's what's on my mind. What's on my mind is what I was saying to Tom a few minutes ago. I don't know if you heard this. This idea that everything, that these structures, and this is kind of inevitable in society, I think that's one of the thoughts, that these structures we create to serve our purposes inevitably, it seems, become the enemy of our purposes because they start to take a life of their own. And this life of their own becomes their goal self-sustenance like all lives lives want to first and foremost self-preserve isn't that right and i feel like we are now the reason we're so frustrated by our world and i feel like that's tell me if i'm wrong about that but i feel like frustration with our world is 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 our number one dynamic right now the bearing weight of the the huge state that that has been created now in our new communist Soviet Union Fidel Castro era that that just all the money gets sucked out of our society so that government can keep expanding itself that's just one example but if you think about that government the the essential attribute it has now is that it doesn't do anything for us. It's, it's, it's not even a movable object. The purpose of government is to be able to do things that are needed and to be able to adjust to, to what is needed as what's needed changes. 
But now government's frozen in place because it doesn't serve our interests. But I think it goes beyond that. It goes on to other things. Other things now don't serve our interests. They just exist. They pulsate with this life of their own. It's like these unions, the, the union for the Starbucks workers. The Starbucks workers are excited because they've been told they can do something that has meaning. Right? They're these grungy, gross kids, a lot of them, who you, you hate the idea that they're making your coffee, but you put up with it because you understand it's hard for people, for, for companies to find someone to hire. And you go in and you look at these oddball, creepy-looking creatures who are often making your coffee. If you go to a Starbucks, which I try to avoid, and you just feel like you're supporting this machinery here that doesn't support you back. They do churn out the coffee for you with that burns, that Starbucks burned flavor. But look what the leech organization that attaches itself to the Starbucks. That's what's glaring about this union story with Starbucks is that you've got you've got this this third party that tells the kids about how wonderful their life can be if they only start working for the union. If they only start identifying, first of all, you get a raise and you get status and you get victimhood and you get to mount a political campaign with this big, rich corporation. I'm not talking about Starbucks. I'm talking about the union. Coordinating the whole thing with all this machinery they've got. So then... The money you're giving for the coffee is paying an enemy organization to make sure the people giving you your coffee are doing it slower, that they're in a worse mood, and that the cost of your coffee goes up. This is the rigged system that Bernie Sanders told us about. I, that's been bouncing around my mind a lot lately, that this is not our land anymore. It's been stolen just because there's so much money flowing through every little artery of it that everybody's there figuring out schemes to steal it. 860-522-9842. Anything you want to talk about. Anything you want to talk about. Even Juan from East Hartford. Hey, hey, what's going on, Juan? I think that that fox, that fisher cat, feels like a... A normal person in society that's feeling so trapped by all the changes that are happening and finally is getting frustrated it's coming out and biting. So the uh, the the fisher cat, the animal that attacked me, yeah, in your cat, mind, yeah. is a metaphor for for society in general. I think so. Yeah, I mean, society in general eventually going to get tired of paying for somebody else to sit home get an education for nothing, get food stamps for nothing, get a rent paid for nothing, and not work. You know, and the Starbucks thing, you know, it's it's not just double burn. It's like quadruple burn coffee because oh, yeah. not only do they burn their coffee twice, but that they burned you with the price of it. <laughs> the price and then they burned you with the poor service that unionized workers are given because they don't have to move now anymore. They, they, they have job stability. No matter whatever they do, they can't fire. Get fired because the union is going to protect them. Well, that's um, I don't I don't know. We have to wait and see because Starbucks hasn't been unionized really. There are tiny numbers out of their nine thousand stores. You know, they're talking about 
a few dozen that have uh, successfully unionized. But the movement certainly isn't a happy one. It's not a healthy one. It's one that is degrading towards the idea of us caring about coffee, which was the original intent of Starbucks to infuse a, a, a love of coffee, a fine coffee, and, and, and you're turning into this, uh, this machinery of theft where the young people who work there, no matter how much they make, they've gotten huge raises in the last couple of years, and they're complaining they don't make enough. Come on, Juan. Come on, Todd. It's just crazy, isn't it? Thank you for the call, sir. Good to hear from you. Likewise. All right. Talk to you soon. Juan just wanted to, there was an invitation to call. I said, just call. Let's talk about what's on your mind. I want to know what's on your mind. What's bugging you? Or what's um, exciting you, filling you with hope and joy and wonder at the uh, magic of the universe? David and Vernon, hi. Good afternoon. What's up? So I'm sure that you saw that the thousand dollars that um, the little governor was giving to people for the uh, the emergency work that they did. You mean the two hundred and thirty-three dollars? No he was just kidding yeah. about the thousand. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, did you see the qualifications for? Oh, for that money? To, yeah, to get that money. I forget what's the qualifications. So Front? if you make a hundred thousand or less. Yeah. You were eligible, quote unquote, for the thousand. If you made like between fifty, only got eight hundred, and if you made between one fifty and two hundred, you only got six hundred, and and it went down until it got to like a quarter of a million. What? All the way to a quarter of a million? Yeah. How stupid is that? Exactly. And you talk about buying boats. But but I would think at some point that would have diminishing returns. Like people making one fifty would sit there and say, "What are you stupid? You're offering me a thousand bucks for being a frontline worker. How could I be a frontline worker making one fifty? I completely agree with what you're saying. I don't think it should be an offer for anybody making over seventy five. The trouble is they don't want to offend anybody. They are out there looking to use our money to buy votes, and you don't buy votes by not giving people money. I'm just, I, I'm mystified. That's, let's just put it that way. I'm done. Have a good day. Thank you, David. Take care. That was a, that's, a good, uh, that, that's a good program to knock. Of course, you know, it's so blatant wh how politics works now. But it's these things, when they creep into our lives, we have trouble coming to terms with the magnitude of how disgusting it is. I was thinking about that with this, um, you know, this marijuana stuff where they have the equity provisions, equity provisions, equity provisions. It's a justification for using money that flows into the government. Supposedly, supposedly government only takes money if it's desperately needed. And what do they do? They just take it. So oh, we're going to give it to people. Because they had hard times once upon a time. Gene and Harwinson, what's up? Well, good afternoon, Todd Feinberg. How are you? Wait a second. I can barely hear you, Gene. What's going on? Can you turn Gene up a little bit there? Try it again, Gene. Well, uh, can you oh. hear me now? No, you're good now. What'd you do? All that right. was great. Now you got me dialed in. Yes, thank you. Well, you know, I've been listening in on this Starbucks thing, and it's I just shake my head. It's another prime example 
of the wrong teaching of these young kids. It's, it's like these professors in the colleges. They're teaching these kids to think this way. To think which way? This, this, we deserve this. We deserve that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a a beginning of your life job is all that is. You should be looking towards better things. It's a starting point. It's not a career. It's a beginner job. It's like you're crawling. That's exactly right. It's like having a union for for nine-month-old babies or year-old babies who are crawling around the room, and they demand the right to stand. Well, it's well, not time for you. Don't, don't say it too loud. They'll be asking for it. <laughs> it's not your time to stand yet. It's your time to learn how to be useful in some way. Well, maybe... they want to jump past that point, Todd. Yes. It's unfortunate, they, they want to. They, you're not teaching them anything by doing this. You are correct. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Thank you, Gene, for that call. 860 Quick break. And we'll talk more about whatever it is that we decide we want to talk about. Right now it's Starbucks, uh, but it could be politics, it could be economy, it could be life in general, it could be dating, whatever you want to talk about. Give us a call and jump in on WTIC. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. It feels like the first time I ever hosted talk radio. No, it doesn't. But I have that level of excitement. I love being on the radio. I am going to be on vacation next week because it's Thanksgiving week. I always take that off. Kelly in Ledyard. Hello there, Kelly. Hello. What's on Um, your mind? Well, I'm just thinking about the state of our nation, um, and I'm just thinking big picture. I'm trying to get a little further out than just one item or another, and there's plenty of those. Um, and I'm just wondering, as the Judeo-Christian nation that we were founded on, I'm wondering when we're going to get to the point where we realize, okay, it's it, it's going to take more than human beings to actually fix this problem. Um, how many more evidences do we need that humans don't get it right? Um, and I don't know if we're allowed to read biblical scripture on the air anymore is that allowed in this country or what are we i'm doing? not i'm not familiar with any rules against it but I, only if it's a really short piece that's very pithy otherwise well, it's it just doesn't fit the format okay well, did you have something you wanted to tell us now well i read? just i'm just to, to my point that i'm sorry you're breaking up a little bit say it again kelly we're we're told that you know, in the in the in the these last days, people will be self-centered, lovers of money, proud, haughty, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, irreligious, callous, implacable, slanderous, licentious, brutal, hating what is good, traitors, reckless, conceited. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Wait, was this a prediction of the future or or talking about some past? This is what, this is according to 2 Timothy chapter 3, through the dangers of the last days. Oh, Kelly disappeared on us. Kelly, thank you for the call. That's really interesting. 
that they described us in the Bible so uh, accurately. Paul in Terryville. Good afternoon. I'd like to say that Trump will save the nation, Todd, because mm-hmm. he understands the LHBT queer crowd and how they've destroyed the boys in the classrooms. You had all these schools. Look at Greenwich, where they've been castrating the boys in the nurse's office without the permission of the parents. And they're sending these girls down the path. They're grooming these girls. And you had a, a student from Thomaston High School come on the air not that long ago, who was a nurse named Mary, and she she exposed how uh, this uh, coach named uh, oh God, what's her name? She she grew she groomed the lesbians on her team, and uh, people will not settle for that. They love their children. Uh, everyone loves their children, uh, and, and I think Trump will uh, will lead the way. We need a leader. See, people are still trying to figure out why. He, he did what he did and, and jumped in the race when he did. But as a chess player, see, he's so many moves ahead of us, it's not funny. So I think that his presence and continued presence uh, might give us a way to uh, save the nation. What do you think? Um, I have no idea about that. I think we have well, to wait and see how things unfold. I, I, don't, I don't have a feeling for anybody as a savior. Not, nobody feels like a savior to me. Like, all we have to do is turn to that person. So I'm just in a different place. Steve in East Hartford. Hi, Steve. Hey, what's going on? This is Pete. Oh, Pete. Glad to hear from you. Hey, um, let's talk about um, Jim Jordan. Okay, the new hero. Okay. Why okay. is he the new hero? Because he's a bulldog. Okay. And he is not going to let up, okay? You realize the entertainment is watching these, um, watching him on these, um, you know, errands, and when he goes after people, he's not afraid. But see, now he's got the power that he needs. Before he went through it, he wasn't afraid to say what he would say and, and, and whatever. Now he's got the power. Now we have the majority, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay? Hey, um, ask your producer where um, the Jim Croce song is. Okay, you don't mess around with Jim. Remember that? <laughs> of course, you can't forget those Jim Croce songs. Right, and that's the thing, man. I'm telling you, this this Jim Jim Jordan up in the Congress, I mean, he's head of the Judiciary Committee. There, he they're make they're they've got their plan. And how many days until the first of the year? We're counting down. Let me tell you, my advice to Hunter. Grab as much money as you can, okay? Grab as much cash as you can and head to a country where they can't go after you because you're toast. And my uh, my advice to Joe, the one in the White House, I really can't give him any advice because he wouldn't remember it anyhow. So just, just lie down like a dog because you're done. You're done. <laughs> Pete, I'm glad you're so confident. Thank you so much. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. I'm in a different state of mind. I'm looking at the magnitude of the the bureaucratic machinery, the stuff we have built that we're trying to carry around right now is crushing everybody. The weight of what we have built is more than we can carry, and more than any individual can provide salvation for. I don't see that. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't feel it. 
860-522-9842. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Why wait? Come on. Oh, come on. Why wait? You can rant right now at 860-751-4698 on the Todd Feinberg Show. Good afternoon. Thursday. Let's talk to JR. Then we'll talk to Kathy Flaherty. Hey, JR. Hey, Todd. Just a question. Uh, what do you think about this? Uh, I, uh, uh, As a running mate for... Uh, former president trump uh carrie lake um she was she's uh, a person who people have thought when she was running for office and it looked like she might win that she would be a good running mate but i don't know that uh with no political background that he would be interested i thought she'd be the smooth part you know uh so that uh trump uh, will do his business you know as usual and uh but uh, she, she could be the one to sweeten the appearance because a lot of people are voting, I think, and, and, you know, for the form and not the content, you know, in, the, you know, in elections. And I, I think that's so ridiculous. Yeah, but I think if, if, he's go, if he's going to run for president again, for real, if he's not just using this uh, to protect himself against uh, legal investigations and grand juries and stuff like that, then... He's got to figure out how to win an election, and winning an election would require pulling people in from the center. And what this election seems to have revealed was a lot of fear of these Carrie Lakes, actually. And that's why she didn't win, and and Dr. Oz didn't win, and, you know, a good collection of his choices for 
for elective office got their nominations because that's easier to do than it is to win a general election. So then the challenge is how do you win a general election if you're Donald Trump? And I would think you'd have to pick somebody who wasn't Carrie Lake, but somebody who went in the other direction, more towards the center and more towards the mainstream. Well, that's interesting. Uh, you know, and, and I, just one more question. And, uh, yes, sir. Um, what about he, he is planning on, you know, doing a reversal and he's going to be holding all these investigations and everything. And, you know, if, uh, now that we have the house and uh, is that a good idea? I mean, because, I mean, it's next time they're in power, they're going to even make it more rough on people, you know. Well, that's uh, th that's how it goes as things escalate. The trouble is that's what voters are requiring of them, so that makes them more ruthless, Jr. Thank you for the call. It's good to hear from you. Interesting things you're thinking about. 860-522-9842. So Kathy Flaherty came on uh, several weeks in a row, and then we took a couple weeks off because of things going on and days off and stuff like that. She's the director of the Connecticut Legal Rights Project, CLRP.org. Doing this from memory, Kathy, did I do it right? You did. Good. And you, uh, I find you intriguing because you are somebody, as your career, you are, you are, uh, I'm trying to think of the right verb here, attacking, it sounds a little too harsh, but you're trying to work the, the, the mental health system of the state of Connecticut to make sure it delivers services properly to people, the, the things it's committed to do. Is that right? I, I think the best way to describe the work that we do um, here at Connecticut Legal Rights Project is really um, holding Demas accountable and ensuring that they uh, respect our clients' rights under the Patient's Bill of Rights and that they stay true to their stated mission and vision of a recovery-oriented, person-centered system. What do you call so, them? What was the short name you used for them, the department? Oh, Demas, the Department of Mental Health and Addiction Services. Oh, Addiction Services that. at the end. I forgot about that. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so so your but your job is to cajole them and and badger them and and run around and scream and do whatever you have to do to get them to uh, take care of people, right? That's kind of funny that you put it that way. And I guess one could interpret what we do that way. I think we what we try to do when there are opportunities for collaboration, uh, we're collaborative. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When we have to become adversarial, we are we are adversarial. You do uh, we, whatever you have to do to represent the people you're representing. Exactly. To have their needs met. But I, the reason I like that is because, I, you know, I think of any government agency as being a hostile force and one that's uh, sucking the state dry. And therefore, I love the idea of somebody being on the outside of it, pounding on the door, telling them they've got to do better, which is what you do. So um, that... You know, that's just a different kind of job. How do you feel it's going? Well, I, I feel it's going about as well as one, one could expect it to go. I mean, I, I think one of the things that I, I really want to make clear to you and to your audience, and I, and I do realize that I may not share a perspective with um, a majority of your listeners about what the appropriate role is of government in the world. Um, but we have a, a system 
set up in Connecticut that it part of it is state operated and part of it is state funded. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, state operated is, you know, some of the inpatient, the inpatient facilities and some of the local mental health facilities where the people providing the services are state of Connecticut employees. Uh, but a whole bunch, uh, significant part of the system are private nonprofit organizations that get funding from the state to deliver the services. And I think one of the questions that I really have as we, as we move forward is, Connecticut traditionally has been a state where there has been a significant commitment to providing funding and resources for the system. However, even that being said, there was a promise made when the state closed the big state hospitals decades ago Mm -hmm. to reinvest the savings from the closure of institutional facilities into the community-based system of services and supports and that never happened because the savings don't get designated for a particular purpose. They go to the general fund. Yeah, they get sucked back into the machinery. But why, do, why is that differentiation important, whether the state is providing the services or whether they're hiring nonprofits to deliver the services? I'm not sure it is, but I just want to make sure that your listeners understand that um, when we talk about services that are provided by DEMAS, that they're they're not they're not all provided by you know state employees. They're also provided by employees of private nonprofits. I have to um, tell you, whenever you say Demas, I imagine this beautiful, big blonde-haired Greek movie star. Oh, that's funny. It just conjures a Greek. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So so your. Um, we were talking earlier today, and you mentioned that there's uh, you're you're looking for certain things legislatively to help the this system of mental health in the state of Connecticut to work better. What is it that you're looking for? Well, every year we kind of provide a list to the department of the various kind of issues that we think might arise, but we try to pick you know three areas of advocacy that we really want to focus on uh, for a given session and. One of the things on our list really dates back to the onset of the pandemic. Uh, You might remember, uh, because I have heard you talk about the situation for people in nursing homes, and one of the things that the the legislature did was they updated the Patient's Bill of Rights for residents of nursing homes to um, make it clear that people had access to personal devices to use. Mm-hmm. So that they could stay connected to friends and family who were in the community. Are you? And, you're saying this is a, a piece of legislation that's been proposed because of the tragedy in the nursing homes, and part of that being yeah, that, yeah, that that sick seniors were isolated and couldn't see their family and couldn't even talk with them. And there were dramatic stories of nurses who were using their own phones to make that contact. You're talking about? Yeah, correct. And so they've already changed that law for people in nursing homes. One of the things that we'd like to see happen is have that the law that is the Patient's Bill of Rights for people in inpatient psychiatric facilities be updated in a similar fashion. Um, one of the things that I've found in terms of the use of social media is I've seen people who live in other places, whether it's other states or other countries, basically kind of share their experience of being in the hospital as they're going through it. And I've always wondered, how are people able to do that? And then I found out that, um, you know, unlike in most hospitals in Connecticut, where your phone gets confiscated when you go on a psych unit, 
Um, other people are allowed to keep their phones, which means they're able, they're able to better stay connected. People have the right to be able to use a phone that's in the hallway uh, near the nurse's station that's connected to the wall. They also have the right to have access to writing materials and stamps. But that's not the way the world communicates anymore. Yes. Uh, when the patient's bill of rights was written in the early 70s, that's how we all communicated, landlines and writing letters. Um, and now we communicate through, you know, text and email. So now it's easy on a financial basis because this technology is so ubiquitous that everybody has a cell phone in normal life. And what you're saying is this required an adjustment to law, which has been made so that people who are who are in a facility dealing with mental health issues now have the right to have a communication device, which includes being a telephone and other things, too, on the Internet, I would guess? Uh, uh, well, I think, you know, there there could be conversations about some of those things. I think one of the things that is really interesting is that one of the healthcare networks in Connecticut, the Hartford Healthcare Behavioral Health Network, actually changed their policies to enable people to, to have access to their devices while they were on inpatient units, and the world didn't fall apart. So it can be done, um, and we should think about doing it. So we're talking that's to one Ka of the things on my list. Kathy Flaherty, Connecticut Legal Rights Project, CLRP.org. We're going to take a quick break, Kathy, and then we will talk more. Stay with us on WTIC. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC. News Talk 1080. Thursday afternoon, starting to feel a lot like November, which is unfortunate. But we did have a good run, didn't we? We're talking to Kathy Flaherty. We're talking about the mental health system in the state of Connecticut because it is a government agency, and her agency is a nonprofit that chases down services for people who uh, need advocacy on their behalf to get treatment or to be treated the way they want to be treated by the system. So uh, it's fun to have these conversations. So you're, we were talking about what you're pursuing in terms of changes in the law that regulates mental health treatment in the state, right, Kathy? Correct. So what else do you want to tell us about besides that um, the law was changed to present a Bill of Rights? Are there other things in there that the patient's bill of rights. Is this a patient's bill of rights for anybody in a long-term care facility of any kind, say a nursing home too, or is this just for mental health facilities? There, there are two separate bills of rights, um, okay. and there potentially could be even more, but the mm -hmm. two that I'm most familiar with are the bill of rights for residents of nursing homes, and then there is a bill of rights for people um, in psychiatric facilities, and the way psychiatric facility is defined in that, it, it includes both inpatient and outpatient. So the rights that are enumerated in the patient's bill of rights to things like, um, especially when you're inpatient, discharge planning that begins uh, upon admission, the, the right to humane and dignified treatment, um, the right to uh, a written notice in a discharge plan if they're going to discharge you from services, all of those things apply to both inpatient and outpatient providers, whether they're public or private. And which uh, one of those matters most to you? Is there something that you've been looking to have included in that list that you got? Well, these are the, the patient's bill of rights already exists. 
It has been in place since the early 1970s and was implemented as the result of various task force and commissions uh, that have existed in Connecticut dating back to the middle 50s. So what's happened now? It's been modified? Well, it, it ha- what we're looking to do is at least bring the communication part of it up to present date. But it hasn't been mo- it's the other modification that really happened was as a result of what happened in Whiting, and they really looked at there was a particular part of the um, Patients' Bill of Rights that said that had an exception for people at Whiting Forensic Hospital to be present uh, when their room was searched. They used to not have that right. They could search somebody's room while they were not present, mm-hmm. and they cha- and they made an exception for the maximum security. But they've now changed that. That unless it's the police doing a search for contraband, in which case they don't have the right to be present. Otherwise, they do because for anybody who's in a hospital, it there were people complaining, literally going back decades, of their uh, belongings you know, being tossed all over the place in the room, basically being tossed um, and losing things that belong to them. Um, And this way now, if they're present during the search, they'll at least see what people are going through. And And it's a a little more uh, dignified. All right, we've got two minutes left, Kathy. What, What else do you want us to know? Well, I think that the thing I would love people to know is that if if they are at all interested in the work that we do here at Connecticut Legal Rights, you can check out our website at www.clrp.org. Um, if you are someone who is seeking our help, our intake line is 877-402-2299. Uh, we do have a presence on social media. Um, as an organization, and I'm also on Twitter, at least as long as Twitter lasts. Um, at as long as lasts. It's going to last forever now. I guess. We'll see. So the, um, well, I guess I don't have time to get into it, but it, it's fascinating this whole this whole realm of, of that you live in where you have to be trying to get things that seem kind of basic for people who are in the government's care. And the idea that that um, that patients in a high security mental facility would be worried about their room being searched, search, but but it being left behind like like somebody had broken into your home and ransacked it looking for uh, drugs or something, that's kind of a horrifying proposition. I think a lot of people who have never had the experience of being on an inpatient psychiatric unit, whether or not it's a maximum security unit or even just a a regular ordinary inpatient Mm -hmm. psychiatric unit, I think people have perceptions of hospitals um, and people really need to understand that psychiatric hospitals are just not the same as a general hospital. They don't have the feeling of of care being so pervasive, is that what you're saying? the The way I usually describe it is that people perceive hospitals as benevolent places of healing, (laughs) but inpatient psychiatric units, and this is not necessarily the fault of any of the staff, it's just the nature of... uh, Yeah, tell us quickly, we've only got a few seconds. They feel like jail, or they feel like prison. Well, that's awful. Yes, it is. I agree. All right, Kathy Flaherty, clrp.org. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you next week. 
Sounds good. All righty. Actually, we won't see Kathy next week because I'll be on vacation. Next Thursday, we'll be sitting around with family having pecan pie, I hope. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.